Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this one's called Blitzkrieg a Buck. One, two, three, four! Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song, alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today we're discussing Blitzkrieg Bop. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. This is it. After this one, we're done. <laughs> right? No, no. I, I mean, this, this feels like one of the ones. This is probably the one, maybe. This is the one. Well, well one of a few ones. We've mentioned playing the Ramones for your mom in the car. I feel like this is the one where there's a chance our moms have heard this song. Well, my mom's definitely heard this song, probably in a car commercial at some point. I mean, I could look it up specifically if we want. Your mom watches a lot of car commercials. She loves her car commercials. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Yes, this is Blitzkrieg Bop. Um, This was from 1976's Ramones, and I can't believe I'm saying those words, because I feel like if anybody has come, unless they stumbled on this, they're like, what is the Ramones? (laughs) Yeah, so it's from their uh, 1976 album it is written credited by just to the ramones though uh i don't know not legend but i believe it's been vetted that tommy was the lion's share of the writing with uh some contributions by Dee. two um, specific contributions two is what specific i've what i've read what it is what it is um, i uh i would give this a song category of partying with a okay. category of fighting yeah, totally. Yeah. Depending like on who you ask. Yeah. It's an angry fighting. Yeah, I feel well, like that's part of why it spurred what sure. it spurred. Punk rock movement? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that. <laughs> that's the word I'm looking for? Right. Right. Well, also I want to mention that this is the very first single that they ever released. Yes. Their this debut the single. This is the watershed. To which I say, nailed it! <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they never would have released another song for the rest of their lives, they could have just... Isn't that funny? Yeah, this yeah. Would, could have been like good enough, you know? And in a way, I feel like even they kind of know that because this is also their most played song live. Great. Of their 2,000 plus shows, uh, they played it three, 638 times. Uh, that is roughly... That is at 30% of all Ramon's performances. What's crazy is that they only played it 30%. Well, I was just about to say, you have to take that with a grain of salt because the data that's being compiled also also includes, like, if you were ever on The Tonight Show and they played one song. Oh, okay. So, on that time, they didn't play Blitzkrieg Got it, Bob. got it. But, yeah, it's, I don't have, I should have done this, the exact stats of, like, in a full concert, how many right, times. Right, 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 That has to be close to 80%, if not more, right? There can't be a time when they're like, we're not going to play that song. Unless they were just... So sick of this song. Oh, or it's prior to them writing the song. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I can think of, like, do you have that one ready yet? No, I guess we'll play those other songs. <laughs> but then once they had that, they had to play it. Yeah. Right? I don't know. No. Um, they did have a lot of songs over their lifetime, for yes. sure. As you said, this was an A-side single. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy wrote it on Joey's two-string guitar. So, oh, yep. You know, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the specifics about Tommy and Dee Dee. is specific. Is spe- this is what I have read, okay. and of course, I know absolutely nothing about rock and roll history. There you go. Other than what as I have read. As it gets. You got the scientific names for the categories and experts on the mic. Other than just being kind of a super fan, 
It seems like That's Tommy wrote it, and then Dee Dee changed this one line. Yes. Which was, what, shout him in the back now? Every room. Yeah, shoot him in the back now. Right, so he changed it to shoot him in the back now right. from uh, what was, like, they're, they're screaming in the back or yeah. something like that. Yeah, which we don't care about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know. And then he changed the name. Yes, because it was... From Animal Hop or Animal right. Bop to... Always, oh, Eight Man Hop. Eight Man Hop. No, wait. No. No. They did write Eight Man Hop. Eight Man Hop is <laughs> their other one. Somebody. They have a lot of songs about animals and eight mans and, and, and hopping and, and bopping. There's and a lot of hop and bop. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't have a category for hops and bops. Oh, man. You could have a whole hop category and a whole bop category. I feel like we're just going to have a new scientific table when we're done with this. Yeah, when we, table, the, when yeah, with we this. have like the, the offshoot. Morning songs, warning songs, bop. Hop. <laughs> yeah, the subtextual Ramon. Yeah. Um, I, I did not know this until prior to researching this, but I didn't know that Mickey Lee, Joey's brother, supplied the ooze. Oh. He's the ooze, the background ooze. Great, so and, cool. Yeah, and in typical Ramon's fashion, that eventually uh, spurred a lawsuit. Oh. Because he was... Partially credited on it, but not enough that when it was sold for like a car commercial, oh, or something, yeah. he heard it and thought he should get residuals. Yeah, yeah. And of course, the other guys said, We're like, screw, screw you, Bozo. And so, Our yeah. drummer can't even get a piece of the t shirt money. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Just nothing but jerks. Uh, one thing I, I read about this song that I really liked was that they played they tried to play it faster and faster over the course of their career, sure. and at their very last show they played it at two hundred beats per minute. Yes, which is insane. <laughs> um, I'll be an old guy about it. Yeah, please. I don't like it faster. Okay. I think I think near the end, uh, I they definitely became like like their show almost seems what it like almost skater punk. That type of like hardcore stuff yeah. so is just uh, shoot him in the back now. Da, 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 I don't know. Ready to go? It's like there's it not, goes so fast. There's it's no just lyrics. a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and I prefer it that that juicy 1976. I totally agree. Like, I totally agree. Swings and it rocks. Yeah, it swings. Oh, that's nice. It swings, swings and, and it rocks. rocks. Maybe that's great. Thank well, you. that's a great way to explain it. But also, I like the idea of this song for the band as some kind of art piece that they're just going to keep playing it faster for the rest of their lives until they can get it over 200 beats per minute. Like, <laughs> like I love that idea that they're just like, everybody's heard this song a bazillion times. That's true. How fast can we go, you yeah. know? We have, to, by the end yeah. of 2,000 songs, we have to play this song. Yeah. Let's just do it, you guys. I mean... As fast as we can. I think it's kind of cool. No, sure. Uh, this song also ranks as number 92 on Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Songs Ever. Um, this is a silly little thing for me, but, um, I, I listen to these songs primarily in one ear uh, okay. at work <laughs> while doing work. And so I have to switch, uh, whatever I'm listening to, to mono because the way the channels break down, especially in the first album is Johnny's in the left channel and, uh, no, Johnny's in the right channel. That's right. He's right wing. Johnny's in the right channel. <laughs> Johnny's in the right That's channel. totally how they set it up, too, and, in the room. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> Dee Dee and Tommy are on the left. Ridiculous. Uh, and in preparing for this, I actually listened to it in separate channels a couple times just uh -huh. to hear it. And to hear, like, Joey's voice is different in both. I mean, they multi-tracked him. And they, yeah. And it all, like, goes into this wonderful ooze of this song. But yeah. other ones, they would actually mix them together. You can listen one ear and the other and hear the whole thing. It's yeah. really weird. I recommend doing it once or twice. If you're just like, if you just want to hear bass 
There it is. There it is. Actually, uh, trivia backed by almost nothing. But Please. I remember hearing some some like nineties ish punk bass guitarist say that what he did to learn how to play bass was he just played the channel with Dee Dee. He played uh, the first Ramones album over and over, uh-huh. and he only played that. So he played the guitar and just listened to it. Over and That's over. great. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, this is our first, this is the first in our canon, Molly, to uh, be part of Rock and Roll High School. This is our first touch of Rock and Roll High School. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to make a, <laughs> I wanted to make a big deal out of that, because what I'd like to do for subsequent episodes is when we have probably less to talk about than something like this, uh, but to never, address, never, <laughs> no, but to uh, but to bring in trivia of Rock and Roll High School or, or dramatic recreations Ugh. whenever we have time. I, I mean, if we could get John Luke Picard in here <laughs> for some readings, that'd be John Luke Picard. Yeah, I don't know. What's Do you mean name? the guy from yeah Star Trek Next Generation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll check. <laughs> Uh, um, do you have any other facts? Oh, so many facts. Picard so based? also, I read okay. that this song, they sort of got inspired to write their own anthem because they were into pop music and they oh, liked yeah. Bay City Rollers' anthem, Saturday Night. Yes, very much. Yeah. Yeah, that's where the hey-ho especially yeah. comes from. And if you like anthems, okay, name a better anthem than this. Is there one? Ooh. What's the ACDC one? Oh, I mean, Dirty Deeds. <laughs> I was going to actually say either You Shook Me All Night Long or mm. even even uh, Long Way to the Top. But it's not, I, okay, fine. Better than this? It's Better a long than, way to the top. Yeah. Better than Hey Ho, Let's Go? Okay, sure. Okay, so. In a nutshell, no. You're right. In a nutshell, the, the, which brings me hey-ho. to my next statement. Okay. Okay. Go which ahead. is that in researching the Ramones, mm-hmm. right, as, we, as do. we do, I have found that Alvin and the Chipmunks have covered not one, but two Ramones songs, this being one of them. This being the first one. Okay. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because mm-hmm. what is so good about this song, all right, is that it totally translates. Sure. And not just this song, but multiple Ramones songs translate to high-pitched rodents singing in cartoon form. Right. Like, this song is not only punk rock. Mm -hmm. This song is not only a rock and roll anthem. This song is not only the beginning of the punk rock movement. This song is not only, you know, a long line in the canon of these people's thing, but it is also a pop tune Mm -hmm. that still resonates decades later and can be used in... Cartoons and can carry the story and can of carry it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I see what you're saying. No, yeah. no, I, I, I'm throwing in a joke, but I agree. No, yeah, but I mean, there's something about the it. The like, obviously. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can't do. You can't do Janie Joan. People don't know Janie Joan, and they don't. Well, know, also, they don't know. You know, like X Clash song. But they Alvin and the Chipmunks are not doing. Them. You know, Counting Crows. They're not doing. I mean, of er- yours, Counting Crows. <laughs> But even, are Alvin and the Chipmunks doing Pearl Jam? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, no, yeah. The, the Ramones are not only punk rock, but they're super poppy at the same time. And There's this, a certain classification that you have to reach in order to be in an Alvin and Chipmunk. I can't believe well, it's so simple. Went, but yeah, but it's it so simple. Yeah, yeah. And yet it is so deep and rich. It is translated enough that people, this will resonate from 
the four grandmas who took their kids to this movie. They, they will all have heard this somewhere. Right. Um, uh, oh, okay. So mm-hmm. going into thoughts and feelings, if that's all right. Yeah, please. Let's okay. feel. Let's um, feel a little. My own, I my love own to personal, feel. personal little thing. Um, I have always heard it as A-O, let's go. Okay. And it has kind of driven me crazy that it is actually written out, even on like the shirts and the logo and everything. Uh-huh. Hey-ho, let's go. Because mm. he doesn't say that in this record. In this version. Listen, how can you say with any kind of certainty Listen. that Joey says anything? <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it sounds like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. He does. Yeah. I don't know. And then anytime, like in the live versions, he does. He almost makes a point of saying, hey. But on the non-live version, it's it's not. It's it's A. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's the brilliance of Bugs Joey. Bugs me, Molly. Bugs me. That's the brilliance of Joey, man. That brings me to this question. Okay. So going back, and you can bring in Alvin and the Chocolate and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Is this a great song or a great recording? Ooh. Or which is better? Because it could be both, obviously. Okay. I love what you said before about this recording, being both swinging and... Oh, swinging and rocking? Swinging and rocking. And there is something about this first album that is that, like, that... Velvet Underground, New York, mm-hmm. fuzzy. It's almost got like a filmatic quality. Like, okay. you know how they talk about film? Like, what's great about film is that it's not digital. Not everything is present. So there's these gaps in the images that your mind oh, has sure. to fill in. And yeah. I feel like that's kind of a vibe that's happening with these 1970s New York albums is yeah. that they're kind of fuzzy. You know, there's something about them that's lush, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And for these lush guys... Lush in its starkness or like the... The specific thing that they did, made, they made that one thing lush. Yeah. Nothing else is lush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and so I agree that, you know, if you hear this song live, mm-hmm. which I have, <laughs> yeah. um, that maybe it doesn't have that emotional resonance because they are, whatever, trying to play it as fast as they can. Maybe. So, I don't know. You might have something. Well, take us back, but take us back in time to... The year that. was 1995 <laughs> well, for I mean, Lauderdale, Florida, The I, Edge. I shot to, I'm not going to put thoughts in your head, but yeah. I got to imagine that if you're hearing this band play this song, there has to be something you're like, you're, you're losing your mind. Song. Yeah. I, okay. I was in high school. Yeah. It, I was losing my mind. I was super, super stoked. And was that the most excited you were at the show? Do you remember? Uh, Take us through it. At that show specifically? Sure. Oh yeah. I think. No, no. Ever. Ever, no, yeah. No, yeah, at that show. I mean, I like, mean since I've been married, I graduated college. Yeah, like three. No, that's it. That's my moment. <laughs> Just hearing Blitzkrieg Bop at the Just Edge <laughs> in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. <laughs> no, I mean, really, were you like, was that like one of the big ups? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think, uh, I want to say Bad Brains played with them at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a bunch that's of funny. like, and um, this other ska band that I can't remember their name though, but I still liked the, the ska band that does that song, Bumblebee Tuna. Do you know those guys? It was like a show with like all these like ska punk bands. And I mean, the Ramones, even at that time, I mean, I remember thinking when I was in high school, like these guys are so huge. Mm-hmm. How are they playing the edge right now? You know what I mean? Is like, oh, uh, no, it's, it was a club, but it was like, it, they were just on the bill with like so many other people. And I, I don't know, I guess right. in my mind, they just seemed so much bigger than that. And I guess this goes back to the whole story of the Ramones that like, that is the band that they were. You know, they wanted to be a stadium band, and they weren't in America. You lived it. 
I lived, lived it. it. Lived but it. also, it begs the question, like, why didn't they go live in South America and just be I rock stars think, there? You know, I don't I understand. I've been about that a lot. Yeah. And I wonder if, A, I mean, if Johnny at that point is the most driving force and he's the most, like, flag-waving dude Yeah, and America, he, he probably just has a wife at home. And, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for yeah. any number of insensitive reasons. And then, but also they could just go. Just every time they want to go tour, just go tour South America for there, a year. There was, there is mention of that in some books that like they wanted to do that. Yeah, uh, and I wonder sometimes if like, yeah, they were huge at that, but it's also there's probably some sort of Venn diagram that shows it was like part of that popularity is also the has to do with the rareness of them showing up. Yeah, sure. Or of rock bands at all showing up. Sure, sure. So when they did, I mean, everybody in Brazil's got to go to the show. I guess. You know? But so, I mean, if they kept doing it, maybe it wouldn't, maybe. I don't yeah. know. But you'd also think that, yeah, you could have probably like done a lot of that. Yeah, and yeah. very happy. I'm yeah, sure I've been very happy. happy. in Brazil. I've never lived in Brazil, but I'm, but people do it all the time. <laughs> um, uh, I, by the way, I would say I would lean towards great recording over a song. Okay. And that's not saying the song isn't great, but I think the recording <laughs> of this if this song wasn't that well recorded, we wouldn't be. We probably wouldn't be talking about it. That it can. Start I agree off a with whole you. Career. I agree with you that it's a great recording. Mm-hmm. But I stand by this song that this is a great song. Sure. Yes. Handshake. So yeah. <laughs> so we need to sort of agree. Um, you know, uh, and it and it is, I think, one of the greatest anthems of all time. Also, so I don't think you can just say, well, you know, they got the sliders right. Isn't that what we're here to do? (laughs) Well, but okay, well, I'll dig into it though. Sure. But they did. And in a way, this is, this is one of the first probably 10 songs that any one of these fools has ever (laughs) recorded. Yeah. that They got the sliders that right (laughs) is pretty amazing. Yeah. And even like. When I'm looking up trivia, I'm like, oh, yeah, Mikey Lee did the background vocals for this. And, like, there's a part of it, and it's probably the Bay City Rollers, the, the pop thing that they brought in. And they're like, yeah. you should have some ooze in this. Yeah. And when you hear it, mm-hmm. I've never heard the ooze live. Mm-hmm. Part of the juice of this record mm-hmm. is the ooze. Mm. The, the ooze. But I think that's part of it. And then I'm going to start a band and call it the ooze. The ooze. O-O-Z-E-E. <laughs> No, the yeah, or the O O H. Listen, if you get a band name from anything we say on this podcast, you're welcome. Yeah, you're very welcome. Um, Okay, I have another personal. Yes, please. Let's get super personal. I mean, honestly, you guys, this is like a song that if again, I mean, we have to do. We have to kind of do it right. Yeah. Um. So a friend of mine, uh, Norman, uh, told me he'd heard somewhere that if you see. Part of what, when you see a concert and part of what you know about it being rock and roll is that you should be able to look at that and kind of think like, I can do that. Huh. Like there should be an element of that. Okay. And I feel like the cool part about this, and this is very much like legend building stuff. Okay. I feel like part of this song, live or on record, whatever, part of this was that people definitely saw it and thought, I can do that, but that they wanted to. That they got mm. so excited yeah. to be like, I mean, there's all those legends of like the first time they play in England that the Clash and the Sex Pistols are at the concert. And oh, they're yeah. Like, they're like, we started the band next the next day. Yeah. And, and I know part of that is probably like like hyperbole, but 
I mean, as evidenced by the albums, they probably weren't practicing for years and years. Yeah. There's something in there that like inspired that people to the, just immediately pick up a guitar and yeah, try it themselves. Do it. Wait, and so what's the what's it. the idea that being rock and roll means that other people think well, they can do it? No, the idea is uh, this is one of my favorite quotes uh, about rock music. It's actually from Tom Petty. Okay. Which is uh, it's from this like history of rock and roll special. It's like a twelve part thing, and there's a big chunk on punk. Chunk on punk, by the way. You can call yourself that. <laughs> Chunk on punk. Chunk on punk. That's that's uh, Jeff Cohen from Goonies talking about punk rock. Um, no, part of it is them talking about basically the accessibility. Hmm. That that and the Ramones wanted to do that. It was like we we can't compete with people with who have talent. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. People have a lot of yeah. skill. So what yeah. can we do? Mm-hmm. And so Tom Petty in this mentions how it was like you know it was just energy. Like the thing about rock and roll is. Hmm. it doesn't have to really be good. Mm-hmm. And like the way he says it is like kind of with a wink, but in a way it's true. It's mm-hmm. like you don't have to know yeah. 27 chords and how to do a solo in order to do this. And, yeah. and going back to what you said about like the fuzz of this being like a stark thing and like this is this is the best we can do and this is the most of the best we can do. Mm-hmm. There's a focus. On like a, on like a, a $6,500 budget for this album. Yeah. You know, P.S. Yeah. yeah. So... You have to get the most. Yeah. Like you guys have three chords. You have to get the most out of those three chords. Yeah. And so that's that's what I mean is that mm. almost anybody can play three chords. You really can. So if I you're so. hearing this and be like, God, if I just get two other guys together, yeah, we're a group now. Yeah. I think that that's that's what it means is that thing of like, at that time, especially in the seventies, I think the distance that was felt between musicians and the audience was perpetrated by the perpetrated like they're guilty of that but perpetrated by the musicians to show like look at how amazing I am doing this thing that you common person cannot do and this was we got up here and do it you mm. could probably do it too I mean you just got to do it for a half hour right here we go one two three, <laughs> and they just do it so yeah I think that that's that's what it means by sure it. like you can you see it and you're like I do that yeah it's imp- improv and sketch comedy didn't you ever have that sort of thing sure with that a little bit yeah right? a little bit I yeah like, i could do that yeah maybe at the bad ones especially just a bunch of a-holes and ties <laughs> pretending to be at work with guns i can do that yeah just yeah sure initiate like that sure right. yeah um I, I was gonna say too like i listened to so many different covers of this song just in preparation oh, really? for this and you know it's like rob zombie and shown a knife what i love shown a knife shown a knife's all right but also i, I, I mean, love it, uh, yeah. No, I'm. I love Shona Knife. Okay, I really do. Um, I think that there is something about this band on this song as well. Sure. Like on this band with any song, honestly. But you know, um, no. This is the. This this, this is, is maybe one. not the hardest song in the world. It's maybe not the greatest song in the world. But any other band playing this song is not as kinetic and awesome as this band playing this song. You know, we're gonna burn through a lot of material for other things, Molly. But I'm glad you brought that up <laughs> because. I, I've been reading a lot about uh, the guitar technique. Okay. Um, specifically, Johnny's guitar technique. Great. And this one, this one guy on YouTube pointed out how almost every one of Johnny's riff, rhythm riffs is like the first one he does like a quarter note and then it's all 16th notes. So it's always uh. like bow, na 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 So you could almost rest your arm. And I thought about it. I was like, man, I mean, anybody can do that. But not everybody can. I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. And maybe we'll find out as we go through 200 and 
Yeah. But I don't know what it is about like the type of angry or the type of crazy or the type of whatever it is yeah. that gives it like that little juice. Yeah. There's a there's actually a part when they when they did the rock and roll Hall of Fame induction. Okay. And I think Green Day played this and a couple other songs. Yeah. I listened to it and it's good. But Johnny actually points out is like they didn't do my downstroke. Ah. Nobody can do my downstroke. Oh, Johnny. And, and that's something about and it. He's right. like, yeah. Yeah, and he's right. Yeah. Nobody does the downstroke as yeah. much. Yeah. And because it's really hard and your arm gets so tired. Mm-hmm, I've been trying mm-hmm. to do it and it's super hard. Mm-hmm. And also another reason why Johnny is kind of the man, he, even though we want to hate on him. Oh man. He's kind of the man. And it's like yeah. Sometimes I think he's being a real a-hole, and sometimes it's like you can't deny him. So, then here you go. Here's your chance. Is, who is? I mean, here's the thing, too. Oh, I'm gonna it's ask so for the, I know. I'm going to ask for the most valuable Ramon oh, okay. at this point. And this is going to be locked in for all time. Yeah, man. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, in thinking about this song, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned before the before the show that, like, if you have, like, a favorite band, you kind of... It's almost like a cool thing, and like you can't say it's like Led Zeppelin was my favorite band, and my favorite song Stairway to Heaven. It was mm-hmm. like you kind of show that you're not, even if it truly is. There's some people who will think you've only heard one song. Yeah, I wouldn't begrudge anyone with this being their favorite Ramon song because it's such a template for everything. For it's everything probably, that came afterwards in music history, it's probably <laughs> not. Eh, it's probably not my favorite Ramon song. Mm-hmm, sure, but it's not far from the top. Yeah. Way up there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's not my favorite Moon song either, but like you were mentioning earlier. I bet it got you into it. Uh, like, I, I would like never turn it starting. off. No, when, if this song came on, I would never turn it off. No. It's not a song that I think I can ever get sick of. No. Right? No. <laughs> no. No, you're right. You know, one thing we didn't even talk about is is the, the meaning of this song and how, oh, okay. you know, this idea that Maybe. it's... it's Well, I, I did some... Now, you know, this idea that it's a, it's about the German Blitzkrieg and oh, that yeah, it's so specifically about the German Blitzkrieg. And I never, I've read that same thing too. And I've all, and I always kind of thought it was like, that is sort of retroactively. Well, I think if, if, if this is true that Tommy wrote the song and then Dee, Dee came in and just changed a line and changed the thing, mm-hmm. then it's like, I'm sure Dee, Dee saw that in the song. Maybe. But I've seen breakdowns where it's like, this is exactly what this means. This line means yeah, the Germans yeah, yeah. are marching, and this line means you're getting into the back of your tank, and blah, blah, blah. And I think those I interpretations are fine, but I I wonder if that's really what I, was being thought of when they were writing the song. No, I, I imagine it was just like, Dee Dee was born in Germany, and they were like, you know what's a cool-sounding word? Yeah, yeah. This. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, totally. And it sounds like an attack. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. totally. Perfect. I feel like anytime Dee Dee can get in somebody being attacked yeah. or, or beaten <laughs> on or... Like, yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Is this. No, I, I, I saw that same thing, and I kind of was like, oh, yes. Yeah. Th- I'm going to give this term paper a solid A for effort. <laughs> And yeah. his spelling is impeccable. No, I, I love how in detail the matchups are, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought I'd mention it because it's, you know, such a big part of the... No, yeah, uh, that's good. Um, <laughs> that's good. MVP? Or MVR? Okay, valuable so... Remote. You're on the hook. Okay, well, here's the thing. You want me to go first? No, I, I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm going to go, go first. I, I would say Tommy. Okay. for For, for sh- the sheer act of writing this song, mm-hmm. uh, if that is indeed true. I believe it is true. I believe it's true. Um, but. But. Here we go. 
I have to go with Joey. Wow, we did barely even mention Because it. it establishes the vocal sound of this band, and without Joey, I just, it's like, it's the beginning of the beginning. Mm -hmm. And without his voice and what he's doing with his voice and this whole affectation that he does and all this stuff, the Ramones would not be the Ramones. Fair enough. I'm going to vote Tommy. I'm going to vote Tommy for the writing of it, mm -hmm. uh, for the production of it. Part of me wanted to be cool and say like, oh, the Mikey did the background vocal. So it's like, no, yeah, no. Easy, buddy. No, they let him do that. Uh, <laughs> they let him do that. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'd vote Tommy. I vote Tommy because something I paid attention to this last time too was the drums. Yeah. And which is the whole thing. I don't know enough about drums to really know, except yeah. I've heard that like, you know, he was a guitar player who kind of taught himself how to play drums, but it's the way nobody plays drums. Yeah. And the thing I noticed is like, the guitars are like cymbals and the cymbals are like guitars on this. Mm -hmm. So I think that's mm. part of the yeah. of it. And yeah. so he's totally in there. And I and I and I imagine I don't know how many times I'm really gonna throw it to Tommy. So yeah. if I'm ever gonna do it, it's now's it's, the time. It's this. I'm gonna I mean, let you throw it to Tommy and feel even better about my he decision. It all the time. Uh, so I'm gonna go with like it? <laughs> no. I I'll I love it. It's a foregone conclusion. It, but, uh, if you don't love this song, oh man, I don't. You probably I, don't I'm, like their moans at all. I guess, yeah. Thanks. If for you don't like this song, yeah, I guess I don't know why you're even listening. I really, mean, I just, like when are they gonna get to Bob till you drop? <laughs> Bob till you drop, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. You have anything else to? Um, one I thing about the YouTube yeah. channel oh, yes. for this song Animal. is that a lot of people were excited because they'd heard this on NBA 2016. And that was causing really? a controversy because that's how a lot of people knew it. Well, on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. Oh, really? Yeah. So they were excited that this was on the video game. Yeah. Okay. Which you is know. like so sad and oh, and hilarious. It's, and you know what? The funny thing is, it's kind. It, I can tell. What, I know what you mean by like, oh, it's kind of sad, but like. For a band that never really got their biggest, well, also do, it was like get it. Just get, this it's is the, Yankee the nerdiest the and... band from like wherever they're from, uh, Bonkers, Yonkers, bonkers? <laughs> from Bonkers. <laughs> they're from Bonkers, they're from New York. Hills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or bonkers. you know, to be played at major or like to be a part of the soundtrack for major sports events sure. or like sports games or anything like that. I don't know. The I just think that's really funny. Yeah, totally. But also like the dudes that got beat up for being those I'm weirdos, sure. yeah. you know? No, yeah, that's just. I think it's just, just funny how life that's works good. out, you know? Yeah, makes you think. Well, that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm sorry I, I ended on the NBA. That no, was maybe a low note. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> wrap us up okay well hey guys hey guys it's molly here hey oh. thank you so much for joining us today please follow us on twitter at ramones podcast and join us next time when we will be discussing bop till you drop on ramones of the day